0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. I am Dallin Curry. I'm here with Daniel Crockett, Tyler Roberts, and Brooke Summer in the back. Today is April 18th, 2023. BTC is currently at $30,000. ETH is at $2,089. We're going to see how these go this year. Today we're just going to be talking about some news stories and try to have more of a conversation, um, more a little free-form conversation than an actual Pointed stuff. Um, we've been wanting to talk about some current events going on in the crypto space, um, starting with some clips that we have from the who. What, what, what was the uh, the hearing? Was this just the SEC talking to the House?
1: Yeah, the U.S. House of Financial Services. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So we're gonna start with that. We're gonna listen to it. We can't see it because we're still getting everything set up but we're going to start by listening to it and I'm just going to kind of watch it in the background muted <laughs> so that I have like a, a visual As you said, yeah a but um, yeah I guess let's let's just do it let's
2: run it run it run it let me pull it
0: up and you said we have a few of these right yeah dude I'm so down we'll
2: play a couple okay
0: This is, so, well, I love how they're yelling over each other. <laughs> such a, such a civil
1: dialogue.
3: except you spoken <laughs> to one, Bitcoin. So I'm asking you to speak to a second one, the second largest market cap here. In speaking to the tokens, there's 10 to 12,000. If there's a group of entrepreneurs- I'm asking about one. The public is anticipating a profit based on the- I'm asking a specific question, Chair Gensler. I said this in private. This should be no shock to you. I'm asking this question: Is it an e- is ether a commodity or a security? And again, it depends on the facts in the law. And if there's a group of I'm asking about the facts and the law, sitting in your seat and the judgment you are making. And so, uh, Mr. Chair, I think you, you would not want me to prejudge because I'm. Also but you prepared. have prejudged on this. You've taken you've taken 50 enforcement actions. We're finding out as we go as you file suit as people get Wells' notices on what is the security in your view, in your agency's view. I'm asking you a very simple question about the second largest digital asset. What is your view? In my view is, is if there's a group of individuals in the middle, the middle that the public isn't- in. right, so let me just ask a second question. Do you think it serves the market for an object to be, to be viewed by the commodities regulator as a commodity and the securities regulator to be viewed as a security? Do you think that provides uh, safety and soundness for, for, for the product? Do you think it provides consumer protection? Do you see? Do you think it serves the value of innovation? I think no should be a very simple answer for you here. I think that uncertainty is bad, is it not? And I think that Congress has said that there's one agency, the Securities and Exchange Commission, under this committee. And you won't answer my question, and you're the head of that agency. So give me a break, come on. I'm answering it in the generic because you would not want me to speak about any one set of facts and circumstance.
0: <laughs> was that the
1: clip? That was the clip. Yeah. Jeez. Okay,
0: so just for like background reference, what what's going on is the the SEC has been trying to figure out how to regulate cryptocurrencies in general. And the truth is that like I don't know. The, people are going to fall on different sides of this, and w- maybe you guys do. But on the one hand, adding regulation to it in in some ways can add legitimacy to those currencies. Um, on the other hand, maybe we don't want Big Brother even getting involved. So, like, the, it falls on different sides. The problem has been, and I'm I'm actually going to look it up here on the while we're doing the next clip. So. Coinbase is a is a good example of this, where they've been trying to work with the SEC specifically, and and have been in communications with them, trying to make sure that they are following the right Not red to red tape. No, you're good. They're trying to follow the, the the red tape. They're trying to register themselves the correct ways to make sure that they are compliant with the SEC. They've been they were told that they would have basically a, a hand held partnership with the SEC, and have heard nothing from them for several months, and now the SEC is, is um, trying to action against Coinbase for, for um, whatever violations that, that they have decided to uh, allege against them. As the guy was talking, he, he talked about how, like, there's, like, 12,000 coins, and and we can't talk about any one case, but this has been the issue is they, they still don't really know what they're doing with it. Um, or how they could even regulate it one of the challenges for the government frankly is the fact that currencies are normally regulated by the government <laughs> and so what do you do when you have something that they can't control the flow of what do you do when when well, this
1: is like a super obvious conversation right, right. like he's like He's showing a clear agenda. Yeah, yes. He's just yes. trying to control the money. He, exactly. Entirely.
0: And And the only way that they can do that right now is they can remain um, vague about it and, and cause all of the exchanges, everyone to just be really cautious. And I think that that has been the thank you. Um, sent me the link. I think that that has been the.
1: Will you send it over to me as well? The um it was it's just another article I saw earlier today that okay. coinbase is threatening to potentially move away from the US yeah um yeah it was sorry to interrupt it doesn't no no no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> you're you're good I I'll find the article at some point'll I'll keep looking but basically the the CEO is really clear about it he's like we've been trying really hard to work with you guys and you have made this almost impossible for us to be compliant because you haven't given us any regula- any regulations to comply to. Um, so we're going to see, I think we're going to see this battle for a while. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you, do you, think, do you think it's going to take more than one company to get this, get through this way? It's basically this and what, Binance? Yeah. Right? Those are the two two big exchanges um let me pull up this real fast yeah tell me your thoughts dc other dc
1: other dc DC. i don't know with with gary it feels like there might have to be more because he just wanted to strong arm anything that he can (laughs) strong arm. right um I'm guessing if Coinbase starts throwing their weight around a little bit and starts moving off I think that'll make some people in the U.S. very unhappy and that'll put more pressure on, on Gary.
0: It'll, it'll cause us to, so for instance, I, I didn't have a Binance account for a while because the ones that, they, they had like this separation between Europe and U.S. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the U.S. version of the app always just sucked. I had a really hard time with the KYC process. I, it took me a while to get in there. And then even getting uh, like help, um, it was really slow. Whereas my actual binance.com account was so responsive, everyone like they, So it seems like this has been an intentional chilling effect on, um, on, these, on these exchanges, for, for at least for us, you know? Then we have places like el salvador where btc is legal tender so it's it's going to be interesting to see how this goes over the next little bit honestly
4: i'm really curious i was talking to a friend about this just before this the question that he posed and i'll pose it here is what happens when the sec says yeah it's a security right, right. if he were to just right there, right then and there. What, what happens tomorrow? Yeah. Right. And that discussion, I think might lead us to, uh, a better understanding of why the chairman might be hesitant to do so. Well, one of the things, so let's say, let's say that
0: does happen. The thing is I can't go to Starbucks and buy some coffee with You know amc i i can't give them a tiny share of of a stock holding and and get a product back right but i can with with bitcoin i can't so like even i understand the idea of having something that we think is an investment i'm going to put my money into it and hopefully that the value grows like that that is the behavior of a security however being able to take that and immediately use it as as fiat is not something it's not a feature that a security has and so even if they wanted to classify it that way what happens to all of these vendors like let it, forget the exchanges what happens to the people that are pay, uh, processing the payment or or mm-hmm. you know I, maybe I just want to sell things. but we have we have some devs that only get paid in in crypto yeah like um, what happens then I mean that's the tax implications are the biggest ones, I think outside of just the the using it as fiat, the tax implications get really interesting because now you are it's it, I believe it's taxed differently if you're being given like stock options compared to um, just money, you know, bonuses, things like that.
1: It would get so complicated for individual users too, because then it's like, what things are getting taxed is every time you move it, is like our gas fees taxed too? Like, is everything getting taxed? It'd be mm-hmm. it'd be ugly, yeah, yeah. So, the SEC
4: might they might just not even be prepared yet to make that call. And, and well, and to Congressman McHenry's point, right? Well, it seems like you clearly have a direction you're wanting to go, yeah, but. I mean, even let's say even if they were to say right then and there, yeah, that's the direction we're headed. I don't know if they're even prepared. The government is even prepared to to do that yet, and so I, I could see why he's being a little more hesitant. Yeah
0: yeah, well, and so there was another there was another conversation um, happened I want to say I want to say it was a couple months ago, but a similar conversation happened about, well how how, how do we become? what's the process of getting the regulations so that we can mm-hmm. conform to those? And the the person was like, the regulations already exist. You just have to fill, you have to conform to the regulations that already exist. And they're just completely ignoring the fact that like this is being used as day-to-day fiat, and which is the purpose, it's, or at least one of the purposes is being able to freely exchange goods and money between each other without having an intermediary. So i don't know we have we have a lot of people here um you know our some of our accounting people come to mind specifically where she's talking about the the frustrations that she's had trying to make sure that we're in in the correct position regulatory speaking and we just don't we don't actually have the guidance that these guys claim that we do you know (laughs) And for us to, you know, he's specifically asking about Bitcoin in that clip. He's specifically saying, "What about BTC? What, what? We can use it to buy a car. How does that work?" And he's just like, "I dare not. There are twelve thousand coins. We can't just talk about one specific case."
4: Well, and well, if I remember, he's talking um, about he's talking about Ether. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It yeah. Was eth. Yeah. 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 He's asking about ETH.
0: So. Do you have more clips? Yeah, let me. Play I want to listen one. to all of these.
1: <laughs> There's a couple more. I'm trying to find all of them.
3: They're not super easy to look Yeah. Through. The biggest Silicon Valley bank, actually, when it failed, you saw this country's, the world's second leading stable coin uh, had $3 billion involved there at D-Pag. So it's interesting just how this was all and some crypto you. narrative as well. And my time is up. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Big so, on the let's see
1: if we can find some other ones.
0: Okay.
1: That was him just essentially blaming Silicon Valley bank collapse on crypto.
0: But that's not what it was. No. That was. no. <laughs> Let me show this
3: thread
1: because I think this is where a lot
0: of these videos Kay.
1: are. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you guys got to see some of the memes. That <laughs> it's, it's all clown memes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I kind of wanted to give a little bit of background for listeners who don't know what's going on. So, so this, this story is about 10 days old. Um, this is from Wired. It says, on March 22nd, Coinbase, one of the, large, the world's largest crypto exchanges, was sent a notice by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission warning that the regulator planned to sue, alleging the company had violated securities laws. Crypto assets, the SEC insists, are securities and so fall under its jurisdiction. But on March 27th, Binance, the world's biggest crypto exchange, and its founder were charged by a different regulator, the Commodities and Future Trading, trading Commission, with breaking commodities laws because the CFTC says popular crypto assets are commodities. So this is one of the things that's to we're going to have to watch is different... Regulatory bodies are going to try to claim jurisdiction over the same thing. And I don't know if they're allowed to have overlap in that way. I think that we're going to have to, um, well, I guess it depends on the crimes that they're alleging. right depends on depends on what's being alleged that two different exchanges can be sanctioned by two different regulators for alleged violations of entirely different regulatory regimes shows the increasing complexity of the operating environment for crypto firms in the u.s as a turf war between the sec and CFT, cftc escalates after the dramatic collapse of ftx in november of 2022 Both regulators have adopted a more aggressive, even hostile approach to the crypto industry, using enforcement actions to stake their claim to jurisdiction. And this is what's interesting to me, is they're not actually waiting for regulation. They're not waiting for laws. They're just trying to claim jurisdiction to see what sticks, which is why we're now having these House uh, meetings, these these hearings, because at this point now— our government needs to decide how this is handled. And these guys are claiming that they have jurisdiction, but to, to the point that I believe we're gonna hear, they can't really explain how they have jurisdiction over it. And they don't really want to dip into one specific case at a time. So there's plenty more, that, now that I'm thinking about it, we could do hours on just <laughs> so there's, there's quite a bit <laughs> to dig yeah, into.
1: It's
0: like just random what's posted on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the original response from Coinbase because it was so spicy. <laughs> and well, we'll see.
1: It's already a hashtag
0: for Gary Gensler Resign. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. All right. This is this is what they said. This is kind of long, so we're not gonna hit all of it, but but I just wanted to get Coinbase's position. So it is entitled, and this is on Coinbase.com. It's on their it's on their blog. We asked the SEC for reasonable crypto rules for Americans. We got legal threats and said. Um Today, we are disappointed to share that the SEC gave us a Wells notice regarding an unspecified portion of our listed digital assets, our staking service Coinbase Earn, Coinbase Prime, and Coinbase Wallet after a cursory investigation. A Wells notice is the way that the SEC staff tells a company they are recommending that the the SEC take enforcement action for possible violations of securities laws. It is not a formal charge or lawsuit, but it can lead to one. Rest assured, Coinbase products and services continue to operate as usual. Today's news does not require any changes to our current products or services. Today's Wells Notice notice does not provide a lot of information for us to respond to. The SEC staff told us they have identified potential violations of securities law, but little more. We asked the SEC specifically to identify which assets on our platforms they believe may be securities, and they declined to do so. Today's Wells notice also comes after Coinbase provided multiple proposals to the SEC about registration over the course of months, all of which the SEC ultimately refused to respond to. Although we don't take this development lightly, we are very confident in the way we run our business, the same business we presented to the SEC in order for us to become a public company in 2021. We continue to think rulemaking and legislation are better tools for defining the law for our industry than enforcement actions. But if necessary, we welcome the opportunity for Coinbase and the broader crypto community to get clarity in the courts. Below, we share more details on our attempts to engage with the SEC on registration paths, the current U.S. crypto regulatory confusion, and another reminder that Coinbase doesn't list securities. And then they go on and talk in, or they go on to talk about how the SEC will not let crypto companies come in and register. So that was one thing that they talked about is you have to come in and register as an exchange. They tried to do that, it wouldn't let they wouldn't let them. Uh, the US crypto regulatory environment needs more guidance, not enforcement. And this was this is the argument that we were hearing at the beginning of that clip that there aren't actual regulations and something that we I think presently we're going to not just in crypto, but we see this kind of in the US government right now, is that some of the rules exist as court decisions and not as regulations. Yeah. And that's, that's just one of those things, especially with finance, it's, it's really difficult to, to build an environment that's, that's able to, to operate freely if you don't know oh. if the next rule that comes down is gonna be handed by some regulator trying to stake claim on what you're doing. Um, it's been interesting to see the response to this because Coinbase is basically not pivoted. They say we, we don't think we're doing anything wrong. We're going to continue. We have good lawyers and Coinbase's stock has been skyrocketing. They, they've been doing awesome for the last little bit. So it's, it's interesting. This is a good read. It's a really inter- it's a little spicy cause they, they do talk about like, look, we tried, we continue to try. Here's us trying here. Here's what we did over here. Um, so, and and they they really get into, I think the best part. We can come back to this, but the best part is where they talk about the regulatory uncertainty because they kind of go through different cases and why it's difficult for them as an organization to make responsible decisions um, for their business. So, did you find another? Yeah, I've got
3: another clip. I don't yeah. See.
4: So I mean in if you were to take a really sorry, just real quick, if you were to take a really hard line approach and and paint it as starkly as you can, mm-hmm. what is the US's purpose in in not taking a hard stance right now? So I I if I had to
0: guess, um I think this is I mean everything's multifaceted, right? Everything's mm-hmm. complex. There's there's two things one is we want to address crime, right? Um, and so there are some people who genuinely are trying to do good in the world and they, they, want to, they want to try to get in front of illicit activities and digital currency seems to be a method to do that, right? The problem is by and large, Cash is what's used for crime. Just that, that's and that's not going away anytime soon. Cash is significantly harder to trace. It's um, it does take up physical space, which causes difficulty. But like almost all crime is done with cash, not sending you know a couple of satoshis to your boy for hooking it up. So
4: you
1: know. <laughs> So, so
0: that's the <laughs> first part. There are, there are people wanting to do good with it. But if I had to guess, the goal is that a lot of... So, so we have such a close marriage between some of the government and some of the organizations like banks and finance stuff. And they're, they're so closely married in some places that it makes sense to me that they're trying to protect their boys on the other side by getting in front of the digital currency stuff. It's doing producer things. I like it. I like it. (laughs) They're trying to get in front of the digital currency stuff to help provide stability on this other side because, to be fair, they are so intermingled now that if you start to have giant financial institutions crumbling because they don't control the value of their currency anymore, it causes all kinds of downstream effects, right? It's, It's... those would be my first two guesses. Okay. So, yeah, let's
2: see. Is it more difficult now for the digital asset industry to access financial products and services in the United States than it was, say, two years ago? Sir, I, I, I'm not running one of those businesses. If they came into compliance, I think reclaiming be my time. The answer, sir, is yes. Do you think you and the SEC have had a role to play in that? I think we have a role to protect the American investor and the capital markets and the... Reclaiming my time, sir. You have played an obvious role in that. During your tenure at the SEC, how many rules has the SEC finalized that actually accommodate the existing regulatory framework and are specifically to the digital asset industry so the crypto market can come into compliance. It's are rule books that are on the
3: books for years, so we have not finalized any new rule specifically with regard
2: to crypto. We've proposed some things in best execution. We've also... Uh... Sir, reclaiming my time, the answer is zero. And how many enforcement actions has the SEC levied against digital asset companies during your tenure, sir? I think it's probably 40 or 50. The answer, sir, is about 55. My understanding is that the biggest crypto failure in history is probably FTX at $9 billion. Were you the chairman of the SEC when FTX collapsed? And how many times did you meet with FTX prior to their collapse? public record shows two. You met it with FTX at least twice and arguably the second biggest crypto failure in history was Terra Luna. Who was the chairman of the SEC when Terra Luna collapsed, sir? We had brought... uh, You were, sir, reclaiming my time. You were. There are five members on the Commission. Do you believe your speeches and interviews are to serve as the official position of the SEC? I can only speak for myself when I'm speaking again, sir. In a statement on the SEC website, you are quoted saying, the Kraken staking as a service enforcement action should make clear to the marketplace that staking as a service providers must register. But again, you haven't provided any rules for how that can be done. I must remind you, your public statements are not regulations. It's not responsible to expect the American people to assume your statements are a substitute for rules. Do you agree with this statement regarding the digital asset industry? The SEC needs additional congressional authorities to prevent transactions, products, and platforms from falling between the regulatory cracks. I think that it's a largely non compliant field. Sir, again, (laughs) I I asked you to comply with my uh, questions, and I'm asking you if you agree with that quote. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm quoting you from an August 3rd, 2021 article where you, uh, and I believe you told uh, Congressman Hill earlier that you need congressional authority to regulate stable coins, and stable coins happen to be a significant percentage of the crypto market. So the question is, when were you telling the truth to Mr. Hill or to me? Uh, you've got to start answering these questions in a more uh, transparent manner, sir. Does it concern you, by the way, that your approach to the digital asset industry is actually driving this industry out of the United States? Trying to drive into compliance, and if they're not complying with the laws, then they shouldn't be offering their products- Reclaiming claiming like my time. Uh, Madam Chair, I would like to enter into the record this Wall Street Journal article from April 14, 2023, detailing China's ploy to open its banking system to crypto firms in an effort to seize an opportunity created by our hostile regulatory environment which, uh, uh, Mr. Chair, you're a big part of. Without question. Chair Gensler, FTX was domiciled abroad and so is Binance, yet American consumers still had access to both. You can't really think that pushing this industry abroad is going to protect Just American win. consumers when it hasn't several times in the past on your watch. You say the crypto market is rife with non-compliance. However, existing SEC rules make no sense for blockchain-based companies, and following them would actually kill these businesses. Your regulatory style lacks flexibility and nuance, and as a result, you've been an incompetent cop on the beat, <laughs> doing everyday Americans and pushing Americans right into the hands of the CCP. Your intention to work against SEC mission and put American investors in harm's way has been made very apparent, sir. It's been a year and a half since you've appeared before this committee. You need to an answer to Congress about the issues that you've had with the SEC staff union, the work environment you've cultivated at the SEC that's led to emerging of senior staff, the intellectual inconsistency of your regulatory treatment towards Bitcoin spot ETFs, and your politicization of capital formation opportunities time's your retired. treatment of certain <laughs>
3: Wow, he
0: really let him have it. That, on that was one. wild. So that was what I was talking about. <laughs> that was the quote where he's like, no, all the rules exist. They just have to comply to what exists. And it's like, that's just not how it works. We've got, um, man, we've got, it's so interesting because the last little while, you know, the last. if I was reading the news two years ago, I would be reading the news about how the CCP themselves is shutting down access to digital currencies. They, they themselves have been kind of concerned about it. And it's interesting to see them pivot because we have made it so hard for it to be successful here. Um, that, I don't know. Now
3: You have the bricks picking up crypto yeah. and it's really gonna put us in a exactly. spot. Exactly. Not to mention what they're doing to the dollar.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, oh man, this is gonna be so interesting. That was, when was that? Two days ago, three days ago? That video was posted today. That was today. Yeah, That's that happening today. today. All right. I think
3: that happened just this morning. I'm
0: gonna go watch the rest of this. Yeah. Uh,
3: Everybody's tripping.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's a. I'm glad it's happening because this is this is. Well, I'm glad and I'm not glad. So, I'm glad that there are enough people that know the questions to ask to actually like try to figure out what kind of rules that Congress needs to get together on, um, but. Do you remember when they, do you remember when they pulled in Zuckerberg and talked about Facebook and there was, yeah, (laughs) that was a mess. Yeah. They they wanted to know like, when my emails get deleted, where do they go? Like they just had no idea what they were talking about. This has been my biggest concern with the regulatory field or crypto in the, in the regulatory space, because most people don't know what they're talking about. With this especially lawmakers I, I I don't know if you guys know but they don't know a lot of things <laughs> in Congress. <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I am happy that the different states are trying to pick this up Utah is trying to pick this up um, they've been carving out some protections for for blockchain stuff just this year um, the states are all going to organize themselves on this anyway so whether the fed catches up or not I, I don't know maybe this is one of those things that that we have more states that have rules on than the federal government and then they just have to adopt you know whatever one else has done already
1: yeah i think it'll be super interesting cuz it won't be like a strictly tribal thing like mm-hmm. normal politics are cuz like yeah you have right libertarians but you also have left libertarians and both of them should really like crypto right right and so you'll yeah. be there's like that story out where there might be more across the aisle stuff than we're used to seeing nowadays which could be kind of cool
0: yeah I agree I was just listening to someone talk about how I mean even Silicon Valley themselves it's fairly libertarian mm-hmm. it's when it comes to you know your privacy your data like yeah. the finance it's we're gonna see a lot of that I think this is one of those when it comes with when it when it's dealing with people's money I think you can get a lot more people on the same board yeah you know and this is money whether they want to call it a security or not this is money <laughs> You know. So anyway. Sounds like uh Smash is getting heated, heated uh, out there. Um I lost what I was gonna read.
1: Did you guys see that FTX might be opening up? What? And Saw that he's reopening? he's yeah. denying the charges, like the most recent charges. Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well
3: and they I guess they out of nowhere they made like four point seven billion dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on how do you forget about five billion dollars so but their uh they're crypto like spiked when that news came out but yeah that's so crazy have, like 4.7 billion dollars just kind of sitting in the
0: accounts that is
1: wild that's what so tyler when are you gonna say reclaiming my time to stop someone from talking in a meeting when you think they don't know what they're Reclaim. talking about <laughs> I'm going to reclaim brutal. my time, sir. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Brutal. <laughs> Dude, he was really brutal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uncomfortably brutal. Like, you can see Gary sitting there, like, just. I wish you guys could see it because he's, like, just getting beat. Yeah. It you almost, just know like, it's almost sad. Was he still wearing think, the same bow tie, too? I think so. I don't know. Let's Man. See, probably. The so power bow tie.
4: That, it, was, that was Congressman McHenry saying that, or was that someone else? I thought that was another uh, congressman. What's, what's
1: his name? Um, um, what yeah. Majority Whip. Are... Oh, so it was a different not bow tie guy? Yeah. No. Yeah, not bow tie guy. Oh.
0: To the point of what you were talking about. Um, so this is on Coindesk.com. Uh, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong indicated that the crypto, company exchange, the crypto exchange would consider moving away from the U.S. If the, if the regulatory environment for the industry does not become clearer. Anything is on the table, uh, quote, anything is on the table, including relocating or whatever is necessary, he said, after former U.K. Chancellor George Osborne asked whether he could see Coinbase leaving the U.S. at FinTech Week in London. I think the U.S. has the potential to be an important market for crypto, but right now we are not seeing the regulatory clarity that we need, he said. I think in a number of years, if we don't see the regulatory clarity emerge in the U.S., we may have to consider moving elsewhere and investing in those places. So he's got, I mean, this is is exactly the point, like we can't build rules based on court battles you know this is right. this is not how we build finance law this i mean it's not normally at least how we build finance law <laughs> this you know this um it's also interesting the fact that we have the sec and the cftc kind of like bumping shoulders to get in front of this like they both want a piece of the action um that literally it's a turf war at this point I don't know man this this has been an interesting little bit I, i'm excited to watch the rest of these hearings honestly i'm gonna go i'm gonna listen to this on my way home for sure so anyway i think that we're probably wrapping up for this it is it, we're about to an hour i guess we started a little late but we can end a little early um, welcome to the new studio.
3: Yeah, not, don't even
1: say that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's sure they, close to I'm where sure they can see
0: all of this behind me. The Let's new tape design. Me. The new <laughs> tape design. Love it. Love it. Um, That's
1: all coming off. These walls are getting painted. Give them an update for sake.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot coming in. Um, tomorrow, we've got, are we recording tomorrow at all? When's uh, our next Thursday? Thursday. So, by the. So, our next episode, this place will look even more different than it does now. Um, more tape more more tape (laughs) more tape less light um yeah i'm excited this is this is really shaping up i'm i actually am curious to see these versus our our first ones just to see the difference between night and day for sure
1: oh yeah you should see the quality cool no it's like yeah
0: all right everyone well that is it for today we will be back in two days time get us a get us an episode for you guys. We're going to be continuing our discussion on product delivery and and all of that process MVP, right? MVP exactly. So, we're looking forward to that and we will see you then.
3: Cheers.
0: Cheers.